You live in a dusty, desolate, post-industrial town in North Ossetia, not far from the border with Georgia. You're surrounded by casually reckless, emotionally brittle, immature men. I mean, all men are immature, aren't they? But some of them, like your younger brother, at least have the excuse of actually being young. Many do not have that excuse. One of them, in particular, is your father. He keeps making these comments, really hurtful, really personal comments about the smallest decisions you make. On the other hand, there's Tamik, who's definitely interested in you, but you suspect it's only for lack of other options, and you tell him as much. It's a lot to be dealing with, and if that weren't enough, you're living with a debilitating health condition that makes you extremely self-conscious. What's a young woman to do? That's the setup of Unclenching the Fists, directed by Kira Kovalenko, which is streaming on Mubi in the US, the UK, Republic of Ireland, Canada, India, and in many countries across Latin America. I saw it quite a few months ago now, and it's really stuck with me. Not so much the specific details, my memory doesn't typically work that way, but the way it made me feel has, as I say, really stuck with me. So I wanted to recommend that you give it a watch. As you'll have gathered from my intro there, it's hardly a throw it on on a Friday night to unwind after a hard week at work kind of movie, but it also doesn't wallow in misery either. In that respect, it has quite a lot in common with a couple of other films I've seen so far this year. Uh, firstly, Scrapper, directed by Charlotte Regan, and Harley, directed by Musa Seni Absa. N none of these films pretend that life in places abandoned to the ravages of market forces is anything other than extremely difficult. But at the same time, they don't paint it as unbearable or unrelentingly grim. There are flickers of light that, even if fleeting, are nevertheless there and can keep the despair at bay. You'll almost certainly have heard the Roger Ebert quote about film being a machine that generates empathy. Well, unclenching the fists certainly meets that description. I'm not sure if I've ever talked about this on the show before, but for years I've struggled with a chronic debilitating health condition that's had a profound impact on my mental health and consequently on my relationships and career. It's the this is never going away and if anything it's only going to get worse aspect of it that gets to you. Fortunately, these days, my condition is more or less under control and I'm feeling much better about my life in general and about myself, um, but it still generates a lot of hassle, life admin and discomfort, which I could really be doing without, to be honest. So I greatly appreciate that Kira Kovalenko thought that it was worth telling the story of someone who is living with a profound health challenge, while at the same time not defining that character by her health condition and how it makes her different from many people around her. Essentially, what I think I'm trying to say is that I felt seen by this film in spite of the fact that in so many other respects, I have little in common with Adaja, the film's protagonist.
As I've already implied, there's some pretty tough stuff about abusive relationships within families in this film, so do bear that in mind when deciding whether this is something you want to watch. Also, full disclosure so that you can make an informed decision about watching the film, uh, one of the people involved in providing financial backing for the film was the oligarch Roman Abramovich, who is thanked in the closing credits. I really don't love that he was involved with the making of the film, but I am glad that it exists and that I watched it, even if I feel a bit icky and complicit in what I perceive to be Abramovich's attempt to artwash his reputation. If you're interested in exploring the political and historical undercurrents of the film, Carmen Gray's essay Scarred States, Unclenching the Fists and The Art of Escape is well worth reading and I'll be putting a link to it in the show notes for this episode. If you're in need of further endorsement, for what it's worth, Unclenching the Fists won the Un Certain Regard, um, sorry about my French pronunciation there, uh, prize at Cannes in 2021. If you'd like to watch the film, as I mentioned earlier, it's on Mubi. If you've not tried Mubi before, you can get a 30-day free trial at mubi.com slash russiansovietpod. That's M-U-B-I dot com slash russiansovietpod. That's no spaces uh, between any of those words. If it's okay with you, I'd like to finish off this episode by giving you a few more recommendations of things to watch on Mubi. Obviously, they're a streaming service, so films come and go. So these picks might not be applicable where you're listening from, or if you're coming to this episode a while after it was released in November 2023. So uh, with that out of the way... Uh, I wanted to start by mentioning State Funeral and Beanpole, which we've covered on previous episodes of this show. They're still on Mubi, so you can check those out. There's also Ziga Vertov's Man with a Movie ca Camera, which uh, it's one of those, if you haven't seen it, and at least this was certainly the case with me, um, due to the age of the film, it seemed, oh, this is a bit like homework, when I watched it, I was totally blown away. So if you haven't seen it, it is well worth your time. And it's on all of those greatest film lists that it's on for very good reason. Incidentally, a lot of it was shot in uh, Soviet Ukraine. And the next film I want to mention is a, a modern Ukrainian film. Uh, it's called Butterfly Vision, and it's directed by Maxim Nakanechny, and it stars Rita Berkovska. It's a war film set during Russia's ongoing invasion of Ukraine, and it centres on a drone operator who is dealing with the aftermath of her time as a prisoner of war. Moving westward, if you're interested in seeing a slice of Polish life in the 1960s, I'd highly recommend Krzysztof Zanussi's The Structure of Crystal, which is streaming as part of Mubi's 1960s masterpiece, Strand. I'd also recommend On Body and Soul, a 
2017 romantic drama from Hungarian director Ildiko Enyedi. Heading across the pond, there's a Joan Micklin Silver retrospective, which includes Hester Street, which is about Jewish immigrants from the Russian Empire arriving in New York City at the tail end of the 19th century. Set just a decade or so later is Julie Dash's Daughters of Dust, uh, about a family within the Gullah community who live on the Sea Islands off South Carolina. It's part of Mubi's 1990s Masterpieces selection. I think it was probably put on my radar by a previous guest on this show, Spencer Seams, and I'll be putting a link to his episode on the film in the show notes to this episode as well. So I haven't seen this one yet, but there's an adaptation of Chekhov's The Seagull, starring Saoirse Ronan, Annette Bening and Elizabeth Moss, that's currently on Mubi as well, although it looks like that's just for folks in the UK and Republic of Ireland. Uh, Also, speaking of things I haven't seen, and this one... Uh, is actually just for US listeners. Um, Movie US is streaming Threads, a British drama about nuclear war engulfing the northern English city of Sheffield. It was released in 1984 as Cold War tensions hit their worst levels since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Like I say, I haven't seen it, but it does have an enduring reputation over here, <laughs> to the point where... Um, uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's decision to uh, name his uh, his competitor to Twitter slash X as Threads uh, did uh, raise a few eyebrows over here because people of a certain age, uh, I think, were somewhat scarred by this film. Um, but yes, I hear it's worth a watch. So uh, if you're based in the US, um, Mubi is a way to to watch that. Okay, so I think that's probably enough suggestions to be getting on with. Um, As I mentioned earlier, you can get a 30-day free trial at mubi.com slash russiansovietpod. That's m-u-b-i dot com slash russiansovietpod, no spaces. If you happen to be in the market for festive gifts uh, around about now, then an annual subscription to Mubi may be something worth considering. As always, if you'd like to get in touch, there are contact details in the show notes. If this episode prompts you to check out Unclenching the Fists or movie selection more generally, I'd love to hear from you. So I hope you found this departure from the usual format worthwhile and that you're keeping safe and well. Das Vidanya, folks.